Welcome to all of our listeners to the final Guildhall School events podcast this summer and the last one ever to feature our class of 2016 actors and theatre technicians. But before they head out into the big bad world, we talk about our annual musical for 2016 on the 20th century. Joining us today are actors Theo Boyce and Claudia Jolly, plus assistant musical director Chris Ma. So this is um, this is basically just like a little chat about musical and just for people to find out how you're feeling about it, how the rehearsals are going, um, how the preparation is and, you know, what your emotions are. You know, right now. <laughs> how am I feeling? <laughs> Tears, good. Yeah, should it's, we cry? It, right? um, crying is recommended <laughs> at the end of year podcast. <laughs> Emotions out. Um, yeah. I mean, um, this is the annual end of year musical, and um, for many working on the show, um, it's the last time they'll be working here with their fellow course mates. So that's for actors and theatre technicians. So my first question is, how is everybody feeling about that? Um, I think it's. I think it is an emotional time of the year. I'm not sure what we've really got to that stage yet because everyone's been so busy and everyone's had so much work to do and dances to learn and songs to learn and things like that. So I'm not sure it's quite hit us yet. I'm sure that when we get into tech week and when we get into the performances and as we start counting down, you know, two more to go, whatever, it will, it will start to get quite we've emotional. Been a, we've been a bit in denial about it, I think. Yeah. And it's going to come soon a while ago we were planning let's let's have a couple of weeks in the countryside somewhere after so we can get together and we can keep this going oh should we apply again for the three-year course so we could be together again <laughs> but um but we had our last voice class yes uh, yesterday mm. and there were a couple of tears at the end of that and then it was suppressed again so we can get on with this happy <laughs> musical but i think on the last show it's going to be devastating yeah. <laughs> yeah. the, the realisation that finally yeah. it's over yeah but it goes from like 100, you know, 100 miles an hour to, to nothing you know the, mm. the final show and then that's it isn't it yeah, yeah pretty much <laughs> hopefully not of our acting careers yeah <laughs> obviously this is, this is just the first step of your acting career yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you know you're going to have long successful acting careers after this is yes. mm-hmm. the whole point mm-hmm. of it but do you think you'll take some time off and then um, start looking for work or do you think that the most moment you finish that show or the next day you're just going to be on to the agents and go please what's out there well I don't know I think I spoke to a graduate recently about this and he said the people that manage to bridge the gap between musicals and kind of going into their careers were the ones that took a bit of time out went on holiday for a couple of weeks to just kind of you know regroup get everything together and then move on to the next stage Mm. because I think it is like you were saying I think it can be a very very emotional time you're sort of up in the air you don't really know how long to hang on to either side um, but I don't really know I think I think it will it depends on on the person really some people have already left with jobs and mm. some people are, have booked things and acting jobs just like yeah. to say you know not, not just yeah not just working <laughs> not just working <laughs> or something no, no obviously yeah I think um, in terms of um, energy I was just remembering when I was a student a long time ago um, well, I, I finished my dissertation and the next day I was on a train back home right to get, get on with things and I do regret that I didn't have some time off because uh, I sort of suffered a bit of burnout after a few mm. few months mm-hmm. of doing that so yeah. I think it's a good idea um, and Chris you're the assistant musical director mm-hmm. um, what, what year are you in because I don't know if, if you're in the second year I'm in my second year masters, so I'm finishing this year as well. Okay, so it's going to be a bit of an emotional time for you too, possibly. Possibly. 
not quite sure yet. But is, this, is, this, is this something you're doing on the side from your course or is it part of your... This is part of my course as well. So they actually made a special circumstance, a special scheme for me to use a musical as my final recital. So instead of playing a one hour recital, I'm using my involvement in the musical and they're marking me throughout the whole process and also performance at the end. So in a way, it, it's I'm still doing my final exam, but at the same time, I don't really feel like I'm doing the exam, if that makes sense. It's more like a sort of coursework thing, isn't it? Yeah, more like coursework <laughs> and sort of... You very, know, very lengthy coursework. Very lengthy coursework, or like <laughs> placements, if some people like to think of it that way. Yeah, well, OK, well, let's talk about the actual musical um, and put the emotions aside. For <laughs> uh, it's a relatively unknown musical, um, compared to Guys and Dolls last year, which I absolutely loved, and uh, went up, banged on about it for ten minutes before we started recording. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's on the 20th century. What's the story all about? It's about a train. It's mainly about a train. It's a brilliant. It's a brilliant musical. It was on Broadway last year. Um, won lots of Tonys when it came out in '78, and and won some awards last year as well. Um, it's all about a love story, really. Yeah. But it's kind of a. It's a comedy. Yeah. It's a farcical comedy about a famous movie actress and a producer and how the producer tries to get her back on his in his company over the course of a 16 hour train journey from Chicago to New York and mm. lots of funny things happen on the way and they had a very tumultuous relationship which ended quite nastily and they had had a kind of a very competitive relationship he found her when she was nothing but a piano player accompanying other singers and then he built her up into this star and then they broke up and she wanted to prove to the world that she could exist without him and and then they meet again when Oscar Theo's character is is kind of at the bottom of the pile you know he's had failure after failure after failure and he's trying to get her back and she at that point is a success she is a, yeah 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 she's gone over she's gone over to Hollywood she's you know she's not in the theatre anymore Street. she's yeah. huge she's Meryl Streep uh, in the uh, 1920s yeah. 30s yeah 30s, yeah. 30s. Yeah. so she's um, a big big old movie star but she wants to go back to the theatre and uh, that's kind of what Oscar uses to try and lure her back so so uh, Theo you're Oscar mm-hmm. and um, Claudia which, which character are you I'm playing Lily okay and that's the, uh, yeah, the that's, that's the, the Meryl Streep yeah yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I asked you um, just before we got going. Um, compared compared to previous years, I know that you must have seen the, the musicals we've mm. done, and um, it's it is somewhat of a sort of showpiece and a sort of highlight of the year, and it's a sort of culmination of everything really. Um, and do you feel any pressure for this to be a success compared to previous years? No, I don't think I do. But now, yeah, now maybe I'm thinking about the other ones and thinking how it compares. But it's quite it's quite different in a lot of ways to. To some of the other ones, this one's. Um, uh, I think it was written as an operetta, so it's a slightly different style. And but there are some big company numbers, which I know when I saw Guys and Dolls and Grand Hotel, you, they really kind of grab you. Um, but I think you know, I think it's. I think we've got some big contenders in the in the dance department. We've got some. <laughs> there are some really great songs, which I think will have some very 
amazing dancers in it. Now, obviously, um, there's a lot of dance that happened in it. Um, you work with Bill, Bill Dean, mm. who choreographed yeah. um, most musicals, most end of term, final year yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. musicals that, that we do. And he's normally here in the in the podcast hot seat, but he's he's not here today. So I thought, um, considering that, maybe you could talk a little bit about what it's like working with Bill. I think Bill's amazing. Yeah, he's been in the business. He is in the business like currently. And so he's really professional and he gets straight to the point. And he's really funny. He's really fun. Really, he's got loads yeah. of energy. He he's works got, us really well. He's got a really wonderful way of sort of very firmly telling you you can do a lot better, but encouraging you <laughs> so much at the same time. It's this yeah. bizarre mix where you're in the room like, no, come on, come on, Claudia, you can do more than that. And yet you, you don't feel kind of whipped at all. You feel very supported and he he's encouraging you to be better and he's saying, you know, if you're better, I can do more complicated choreography. And it's, I don't know, the way, I think the way he speaks to us is very very good it's it, you, you can see he's been doing this for years and the work he you, produces is amazing you don't get to be an Olivier award winner <laughs> yes indeed a, a, Olivier award winning choreographer without being good at talking to your actors mm-hmm. I suppose mm-hmm. okay that's that's great and there's lots of singing as well mm-hmm. um, and you guys are trained in uh, movement and voice and I guess singing do you get singing lessons here or is that something that you sort of just come with and you're naturally good at you do get some singing lessons, but it's not it's not a part of the course. I mean, I mean, it's not a musical theatre course, so so we we do get taught a bit. Yeah, but the focus within the course when we do when I, when we have our singing lessons, it's not necessarily about how amazing you are as a singer. It's about how you use song, how how you act through music. Which so the focus is very much on the acting, which I think is why actually the musicals at Guildhall are really strong because there's that acting that acting focus throughout all of it. It's not about how beautiful your your sound is necessarily, it's about how you perform and act those characters. Um, so it is a part of the course. I mean, w- there are so many parts of this course that I think singing just suffers from, there's just not enough time to have <laughs> three hours a week singing. Um, but yeah, I think the, the singing we do do here is is really strong and it's, it's, it's very focused on how you perform those pieces um, and I guess both of you have um, some some good numbers some big numbers yeah, yeah you, got some you big might numbers. not have been chosen for the roles if you weren't very good singers <laughs> is, that, yeah. is that true to say or not I don't, I don't know what do you think Chris <laughs> I think they're just too humble to admit that they are good singers. <laughs> yeah. but no I think both Claudia and Theo is doing a great job in singing all those numbers that they you know the demand is very high and they're both coping very well with with the, um, the numbers so. Yeah. so so how does it work in, in rehearsals um, because we've we've obviously got like live music from Guildhall musicians mm-hmm. um, but they can't be present at all the rehearsals when you're practicing all the all the songs so do you have a sort of backing track that, that you give to the, the guys that, that would be me the backing <laughs> track is me <laughs> so, so you're there on the piano yes mm-hmm. so I, I play for all the rehearsals well the, the most of the rehearsals anywhere unless we are splitting the calls uh, so I play for pretty much every single rehearsals and so is that is that your main job as assistant musical director one of the main jobs yes um, the musical director this mm-hmm. year is not Michael Haslam no it's Dan Jackson Dan Jackson so how do, how do you how, what's your relationship like how do you work together 
So Dan is the music director, which means he makes all the musical decisions, and it's up to me to reinforce it um, when he's not available or he's working on something else. And it's also my job to play all the parts so he can concentrate on um, drawing out the best of singing or interpretation, musically speaking, from the cast. So because if he's busy playing the piano at the same time as trying to, you know, wave his hand to conduct, um, then, you know, there's a lot of unused attention, let's say, because he's too focused on playing the piano or whether he's too focused on trying to get a good sound and then therefore mess up the piano part. So my job really is just to give him as much support so he have that creativity and the freedom to 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 be as creative as he can. So at what point do um, Guildhall musicians get involved in that process? So we are starting the band call next week. Um, so that's being the 21st of June. Um, and that's, that's seven days before the production opens something like that yes is that is that usual is, that is, is that usual like yeah, even in the industry as well they musicians don't normally come into play until tech runs and dress rehearsals partly because of financial costs and also um timing um it's a lot of people's time just to sit in a rehearsal um and they can all sight read as well and so. they can all sight read as well so there's not much need to really and also again given the actors you know they really need to do what really need to know what they're doing before putting it with a full orchestra yeah and and is it the first time that you will perform with the orchestra is that going to be one of the dress rehearsals that won't be one of the dress rehearsals that'll be like the the end of the tech run we call it a sits probe okay which means it's basically just band and singing so it's the first time they will gel with the orchestra and sort everything up vocally that needs to be marrying with the orchestra wow that's gonna be be interesting yeah Yeah. Yeah. I think that's next Friday and because the musicians here are all like incredibly high standard they're all like in their own right amazing their sound is just amazing like the orchestra sound for Guildhall musicals is like one of the main reasons to come and see it because they sound incredible <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean I'm from Thea and Claudia I think if you've just been used to singing the songs with the piano behind and then suddenly you've got a you know like a, a harp yeah yeah yeah, yeah I think it'll be amazing will, will there be a harp in there there will be a harp <sighs> How, how big is the orchestra? I think it's it's between 25 to 30 players. Okay. I mean, last I year it was sort of quite jazzy, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Lots of saxophones, lots of yes. brass and stuff. Is, it, is that similar to this year or is it more sort of uh, traditional? It's following on the jazz line, yes. But at the same time, I, don't, I think the orchestration is slightly more classical. But the harmony and the actual music in itself is also quite jazzy, yes. Yeah. Um, that sounds incredible. Um, we were going to have... Um, Rosie Stroud here, who is uh, part of the production team with the technical theatre staff, uh, but she couldn't make it unfortunately. Um, so, but we should we should mention our technical theatre um, students who are, who are basically running the show. Yeah. And you know, mm. you guys get all the glory, don't you, because you're, you're yeah. on the stage yeah. <laughs> and they're just sort of dressed in black, sort of sil- <laughs> silently, um, you know, with the you know making sure everything runs. Yeah. So, you know, what's it what's it like been working with technical theatre students here at Guildhall? Um, I mean, on the musical and over the, the past three years. I think I think it's amazing actually how um, how much work, especially with something like a musical like this, 
how much work there is to do. And the thing that's quite amazing about them, you'll be in rehearsals and you'll be like, oh, I need it. And before you know it, someone's come up and handed you the prop that you needed before you even <laughs> realise that you needed. And it just it just seems that there's so much going on, which as actors, you, you until you see all the little sections, you don't really have an appreciation of completely. Mm. And, you know, while you're in rehearsals focusing on your little bit, there is other people in the technical team are spending as much time building the set or sourcing the costumes or making the costumes or finding the props and things like that and it's the thing that's quite amazing about it is when it runs so well actually as actors you're you're not that conscious of it because everything happens you're not noticing any problems everything's just there for you yeah and um, it makes you up your game as well so there was a there was a prop that I saw yesterday which was the attendance list on the train that no, none of the audience would see necessarily, but it was so detailed with every single person's name, their age, where they're from. It must have taken hours to make, and it looked period, it was stained and everything. And that just makes you think, oh, my, my acting isn't good enough to have this prop yet. Like, I need to up my game because this is so real. But So it's, yeah, and the set looks incredible. We saw, we saw it yesterday. Yeah. 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 And it's a, it's a, I mean, it's set on a train. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, the whole thing is set on a train. Um, um, yeah. So apart from the first scene, how, how do you how do you That's translate that into you know the Silk Street Theatre is big. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you translate that into being in a train by making it smaller in a way? By it feels a bit claustrophobic when you're in a train. It's a little bit claustrophobic. I think they've kind of managed to have that on the set because there's different compartments. It's quite populated with furniture and. Um, and and it's a, it's kind of a split section of a few different carriages on train. Okay. And I don't know how I don't know what's what's going to be behind it. Whether they're going to have moving Im- images or something, but yeah, we'll see. That that would that would be good, wouldn't it? The video design guys could uh, yeah, do, yeah do do, the, do their magic. Yeah. Um, and I guess you know they have all the uh, you know usual or exquisite sound effects of trains <laughs> oh yeah 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 I'm sure and there's, a, there, there's a great video that we put on the Guildhall Facebook page um, a couple of days ago um, where the students were um, learning how to fit radio mics oh yeah the students. I don't know if you've ever had them well on. we had it yesterday we had our rehearsal for that and yeah. they were putting them on us but I've, ne- I've never had, I've never worked with mics before the ones that are attached to you. And it, like you can't really see them. There's just a little sort of nubbin that goes maybe on the top of your... For the girls, yeah. yeah. I think for the boys it's slightly different. I think it's over the ear. I mean, we're not talking Britney Spears styles ones. <laughs> I just had her in my mind. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what it is about radio mics and Britney Spears. Yeah, they just go, go together. Hand in hand. Yeah. But the, but the video that we, we posted on Facebook was Rosie, who's, who's ah, probably yeah. yesterday, showing all the uh, second years, I think, how mm. to actually fix the radio mics. So I was going to ask her to talk about about that but yeah. I can't anymore but she's she's basically a legend she's worked on sort of four or five you know like West End shows mm. um, and off West End you know being a mic runner so she's an absolute expert yeah. so you're in good hands yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay <laughs> <laughs> cool well I, I think we've we've talked um, you know a lot about the musical and don't want to take up the listeners uh, time too much almost at 20 minutes um, but I'm really looking forward to the show. Mm. Thank you very much for coming in and giving up your lunch breaks. And uh, we'll see you from the 28th of June.
Great, thank you. Yeah, come along. Thank you very much. On the 20th Century is performed in the Silk Street Theatre from the 28th of June until the 6th of July 2016. And tickets are available from the Barbican box office in person, over the phone and online at gsmd.ac.uk. If you fancy seeing the musical in style, there are still some tickets available for our two summer gala evenings. Find out more about those special performances at gsmd.ac.uk forward slash summer gala.